every 10 or 15 years, a film is produced that is so overwhelming, so forceful in its impact, that it becomes deeply embedded in the mind. Persons under 18 will not be admitted. thinks because you're a zombie you don't know good coffee. Well they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Hey, hey, oh, I hit my phone. What the hell? There we go. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, it is, uh, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Happy Wednesday, everybody. My name is oh, Leo. I'm on the keyboard here. Uh, you're watching Still He's Tokyo. already hitting the wrong fucking buttons. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we have a kick ass show for you today. This is going to be an awesome one. But as always, Benjamin. What's happening, everybody? <coughs> no. um, Sorry, I was laughing at Leo. Um, that, yeah, okay. we do. We have a kick ass show tonight, man. Um, unfortunately, my other half that usually is here is on vacation, but, but better yet, better yet. You heard the voice in your head. We have the kick ass. Jar Jar in the house. Hello. And thank you once again for having me. Uh, anytime, anytime. So, but not only, not only do we have Jar Jar in the house, but we are super, super blessed besides our amazing guest that we'll get to in a second, to have somebody that you probably would recognize from the past. Uh, she was our co-star Piper in episodes one and two of Talking with the Dead. Miss Ashley Grace is in the house with us tonight. <laughs> yeah, we need like one of those clapping things so everybody's like... <laughs> uh, go wild. That's How was everyone? Nice, I'm doing nice. good. Look at that. Yeah. And she still smiles all the time. Even after working with you. Right? Right? Yeah. Like I said, yep. it's been a while. We had a good break. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's get right down to it, man. Um, our guest tonight is just a fucking amazing 
photographer. Okay. I've dubbed him the photographer to the stars because he's worked with so many people that I like melted my mind when I talked to him, <laughs> but let's bring out Edward dose. Did I say it right? Dose. Yeah. Dose. Dose. I'll answer to anything. I've answered the worst. Edward does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, man. Welcome. Edward does everything. Nice. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> and that's our show. He does everything. There, there we go. We're, we're, we're done. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, this is a great welcome back from COVID episode. Absolutely. COVID. What? You had COVID? Did you really have COVID? Yeah. Oh, oh I yeah. thought you were just fucking around. I oh, no, no. I no, no, I really had COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I've been asleep for three days. Wow. That wasn't I'm COVID. That was fucking edibles. I thought so for a second. <laughs> My, the, the woman did keep, like, drugging me every time I woke up. So I'm beginning to think it wasn't just, like, the COVID. So we're going to see pictures on the internet soon? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, did you nice. wake up sticky, broken, confused? Yeah. <laughs> Shirt untucked. Usually. Sounds good. Uh, okay, enough about you. <laughs> what and the see, hell? Where was Edward when you needed him for? God. Yeah. He was doing something. Because that's yeah, what he I was, does. I was looking up monkeypox. Yeah. How's that work? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how monkeypox works. Yep. Oh shit! Uh, aren't they changing the name of it? To what? Are they? I don't what? know. I saw an article like oh, uh, the. Already start down the rabbit hole, are we? We we, we went down the rabbit hole as soon as he hit live because he hit yeah, the live fucking buttons. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I saw an article. They're changing the name of it due to uh, the negative. It offended the monkeys. It offended oh, more monkeys. monkeys. Yeah, probably. More probably. Monkeys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, anyway. Well, I hear Davey's still alive, isn't he? The monkey? No, oh, come on. That was a bad but, um, pun. Leo, you got to get the button that back. The ba -dum -ba -boo. Oh, oh. Oh. Sorry, I was having an RW moment. Davy. Uh, okay. yeah. so, from those old, like, Davy hey, and Goliath, like, Davy Jones. Oh, Davey Jones from the, monkeys, the monkeys. Oh, you know? oh, 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 got it, got it, got it, got it. See, I went. Hey, hey we're the monkeys. Do I have to fire both of your asses tonight? <laughs> I didn't even know I was hired. <laughs> well, you became part of the road crew, so apparently we like you. Oh, <laughs> so back to our amazing. Oh yeah, Edward, amazing hey, guest over here, this gentleman. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about how you got started in in the industry. Uh, I got started when I was about 16, 17, somewhere in there. Um, Mr. Nick's. Uh, Stevie Nicks's dad or uncle. I'm not real sure about who the uh, relationship was there. I think it was her dad. Uh, ran Compton Terrace in Tempe, Arizona. Um, I was this little stick figure dirt ball with uh, real long hair. And, and uh, I went up to the uh, venue and I said, who's in charge? And they said, that would be Mr. Nicks over in the trailer, but you really don't want to talk to him. And I said, yeah, I do. And I marched in and walked into the trailer and um, he said, who the fuck are you? And I, I told him and uh, he said, what do you want? And I said, I want a job. And he just looked me up and down. He says, you're too young. I can't give you a job. Get the fuck out. So I said, I'm not leaving without a job. And this went on for about 10 minutes. And finally he said, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a job and uh, you have to follow these. He went on for like 10 minutes of rules about things that I could or could not do. Uh, or that I had to do. 
Um, and then he said, I'm not paying you, but I'll introduce you to everybody that comes in. Um, and I said, perfect. Uh, when do I start? And he goes, right now, the Doobie Brothers are playing tonight. So yeah. I went out and uh, busted my ass for, for uh, years with him. And he was a very strict individual uh, who could make you feel about this tall. But if somebody uh, crossed you or something like that, he would defend you. The guy, the tour manager from uh, uh, Def Leppard uh, came up and was poking me in the chest. Well, who the fuck are you? And get off my stage and this and that and the other thing. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw Mr. Nix. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. And, you know, I'm going to get fired. And Mr. Nix came over to him and started poking him in the chest. And uh, this is Eddie. And Eddie busts his ass around here. He works for me. And if he wants to sing with your singer during the show, <laughs> he can do so. Don't fucking talk to him like that. Oh, and yeah. I left. Awesome. And then, you know, the more he talked, the bigger I got. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you motherfucker. So um, at the end of it, he, he turned to me and he said, don't ever let anybody talk to you like that. That's, you know, you do a great job around here. Uh, you work for me. And don't ever let anybody talk to you like that. And that started a relationship with him. You know, when people tell you that, oh, my teacher changed my life. And, you know, and he was a pivotal point in my life. That was Mr. Nix. Um, he was really strict and he would fit, he would make you feel really tiny uh, if you got in trouble. But at the end of it, he'd slap you on the back and say, OK, now go, go get to work. And. That's what I did. And and he knew Steven Tyler was my hero. I was waiting to uh, see if you were going to pull that story. Oh, yeah. And he knew Steven Tyler was my hero. And uh, he called me into the office and I thought, you know, and it was the only time ever that I had snuck in a camera in my pocket. No. Um, and I thought he called me into the office, which was normal. But, you know, guilt ridden brain. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God, he's going to fire me. He's going to kick me out. And I walked into the trailer and Steven Tyler was sitting there and um, he said, do you know this gentleman? And I said, yes, sir. Uh, and he said, your job is to make sure that he's not alone all day. And I thought, oh, my God, you know, he's doing me this fantastic favor as a gift, uh, you know, to hang out with Steven Tyler all day. And as I got older, I realized it, it wasn't so much a gift for me. It was more of if. The kid is with Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler won't do things, you know, that are going to make him unable to do the show tonight. So I was really babysitting Steven Tyler all day. And I, I highly doubt Steven would ever remember this because we had been drinking and doing other things during the day. Um, but, yeah, we had, we had a lot of fun raiding ATVs and taunting the audience outside the gates and, uh, we oh, just yeah. had a great time. Yeah, just had a really good time. It's so fun. <laughs> I fucking I love those. That's, how, I love that that story. that's how it started. That was my first photography job. Is Mr. Nix told me to take pictures of the concert. I took pictures of Stephen during the day. I took pictures during the concert. I took pictures afterwards. And unfortunately, the last roll of film where Stephen is making all these faces and stuff into the camera. There was a kid in the background that got hit by a drunk driver with no lights on. And while I'm taking pictures, I can see this rag being thrown. And I'm like, what the hell is that? But I kept taking pictures. And 
Stephen got in the car. Okay, we'll see you at the hotel. Get in the car. And I walked over to see what the, all the commotion was. And this kid had been hit by a drunk driver. And the rag that was flying up in the air was the kid. So, oh, damn. you know, being a conscious citizen, I am, and stoned, uh, I went across the street to see what was going on. And the cops were there. And I, I told them, I said, I have pictures of this whole thing. Um, you know, the whole thing happening, I could see right. it in the camera and they, you got to look past uh, Steven's face, but you'll see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they confiscated the film for evidence. Uh, and yeah. Am I going to get it back? Yeah. You'll get it back. I never saw it again. No. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so the kid actually lived, uh, oh, and several years after that, he contacted me, said, Hey, are you the one that took the pictures? And I said, yeah. He said, you, you made me a lot of money that day. Um, because it's proof that, you know, this kid, this guy right. was driving without his headlights on and so forth. And uh, he won the case because he had been walking down the street and the car had hit him, you know, and, and uh, who was right, who was wrong kind of thing. And my pictures proved his point. So I was like waiting for a check from this kid. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones that gets and lost. We lost man. Yeah. Yeah. But I met, I met everybody when I was working for Mr. Nix. Uh, Stephen Tyler, the Doobie Brothers, the Grateful Dead, uh, you know, Stevie Nicks herself, uh, you know, all these people, Alice Cooper, uh, Robert Plant, Iron Maiden, uh, Ronnie James Dio, everybody. And I have a really cool other story. I played soccer with Robert Plant. And let me tell you the story before you say that. (laughs) He was playing. He was kicking the ball back and forth with a bunch of his friends in Compton Terrace, which is an uh, uh, amphitheater. And the ball came to me, uh, not, you know, not on purpose, just by accident. And I kicked it back to Robert Plant. And that was me playing soccer with Robert Plant. So, yeah. That's so amazing. Hell yeah. (laughs) I got to kick Robert Plant's (laughs) ball. That's right. That's right. I actually did. Take it yeah. however you want. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, people like uh, Eddie Van Halen and, and David Bowie and things like that, because Mr. Nix would kind of pimp me out to the other venues that were in Phoenix. And he would call them and say, hey, I've got this guy. And, you know, I, they would send me over there. And, you know, and this was during high school. And I, nobody, none of my friends knew that I worked there because that was one of the rules. Because if people knew you worked there, they'd oh, want backstage passes and, you know, this and that and the other thing. So that was one of the rules. So when my friends would say, hey, are you going to go see Ronnie James Dio? I'd be like, no, man, I'm going to miss it. And here I'm standing 15 feet away from him on the stage, you know, watching the show. And my friends are out in the audience and they're like, oh, you missed a great show. I'm like, yeah, that sucks, you know, <laughs> you know, but yeah. It was just one of the rules, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to lose that job. So, oh, I can uh, see why they, they didn't pay me anything. He didn't pay me anything, but I had an awful lot of fun and uh, got to do a lot of things that a lot of people actually just really dream about doing. So, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, like, Ronnie James Dio was really cool guy, by the way. Sounds like you've gotten to meet like all of your heroes musically at least absolutely like, yeah whether like, it's whether it was just like you know hey you know i'm ed hey i'm blah 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 uh or i would get to spend part of the day with them you know and make sure that they were taken care of and make sure that they got everything they need it just kind of depended on my job that day but 
um, I got to meet pretty much everybody. So it was really cool. Really was neat. anybody a letdown? Did anybody like, ah, oh, damn, that that was just was not a, what I wanted a, it to be. There was a few letdowns. I mean, all my a lot of my California friends were grateful deadheads. Um, and I just I couldn't stand them. I just I, I didn't like their music. I didn't like them. And Takes a lot of LSD. Like, yeah, I, was just, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't wait to go home that night, you know. So, yeah, they they weren't one of my favorites, but you know, everybody else was pretty cool. Uh, there is one individual who belongs to a very popular group. Uh, who's now kind of defunct, um, but uh, I'm not going to say if it was a him or a her, uh, <laughs> who it is, but I absolutely hate this person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah. We won't uh, mention that name. Absolutely. <laughs> horrible individual. So, but yeah, everybody so else. How long, how long did you wind up working for Mr. Nix before you um, went out and started getting paid for everything? Um, I worked for Mr. Nix for about three years, but it, it felt like 20. Uh, <laughs> because, you know, you're working almost 30 hours straight. Uh, so <laughs> you went sideways. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, you're working for 30 hours straight. So it, it was a very long job. Um, and it, it did, it felt like 20 years, but it was more like three years. And then he would pimp me out to other places. And then when I went out to LA, uh, he had mentioned me to a couple people out in LA and I worked sporadically for the people out in LA. So, so you're, yeah. You're and then doing... I started getting paid for it when I was out in LA. Nice. Yeah. So you were doing those type of hours while you were still in school? I was. Yeah, I was the best student in the world, and when there was a <laughs> there was a show going on, I was I was at the show, hey, uh, at the venue, you know, building up the stage, just putting the lights up, doing whatever I needed to do, and just skip class. I don't think anybody ever missed me because yeah, priorities. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever. I I never understood how my friends didn't figure out something was going on because it's like. <laughs> You know, oh, Van Halen's coming. Are you going? And where's Ed? He's not even here today. Every time there's a big concert, he's nowhere to be seen. And nobody ever figured it out. So it was kind of strange. It's like Leo and Batman. Never in the same room together. <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> I'm just glad you said Batman and not like Aquaman. <laughs> I could see Leo in some swim trunks now. No, I don't even want to picture that. <laughs> he does not want to take that photograph. No, no sorry. No. I have a photographic mind, uh, not a photographic memory, unfortunately, but a photographic mind. So when you say that, I have to put these things together. It's not something I want to see. <laughs> So Ashley will keep popping in and out because apparently she's having technical issues with her phone. Well, she's doing it from her phone, so maybe she's getting like a phone call like Jeff does. Oh yeah, yeah. Her husband's calling. Oh, you're on. You're on tonight. Yeah, okay. Nice. Her husband actually is the lead singer for Scarecrow Hill, which is a local band here. Good. Uh, they've opened for a lot of bigger names in the past, um, and they're actually the gentleman or the band that does our intro music for the show. Oh, cool. So. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Look at that name dropping, Ben. That was pretty good. 
Dude, That's slick. You got to give props to the people yes. that yeah. did that I'm right in saying. there. Man. Just, uh, you know, I liked it. Um, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I even dropped us at the beginning when I announced I Ashley. See? See, I'm getting better at the name drops. <laughs> so, speaking of name drops and photography and things like that, I want to really quickly get out that you are releasing a book. I am. I am. I got it. Strangely, I have it right here. Oh, oh, that's a big go. book too. I have to be older. It's, oh, it's nice. Three hundred pages of my best work from the past two years. So it's it's the COVID wow. years. Um, it's the COVID years uh, photographs that I've taken in studio uh, and concerts. Uh, so you see people like uh, Elton John and uh, Miles Kennedy and Slash. Um, a lot of the people behind you. Um, uh, buddy guy, uh, where is he right there? Buddy guy right there. All backwards. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Really. Buddy guy actually is somebody that you really want to go see. It's a really good show. He's, he's an awesome individual. Very cool. Very cool. Now I know How that you, know? sorry, I, I just want to touch on the book real fast a little yeah, yeah. bit more, and then we can get into more questions for him. Um, I know that originally you were doing a limited edition run. Is that still the case or have you decided to? The, the run that I've got that I had, I've already sold out in. So I'm probably going to do it wow. again. There you go. <laughs> so I'll probably do it again. Um, I have to do pre-orders because I'm not with a major publishing company. So I have to yep. do pre-orders. And then once I get so many pre-orders, then everybody gets the book. So. Um, and I just had another printer do the book. Um, so that cover that I showed you is going to be slightly different. Um, but uh, the first printer couldn't handle the 300 page glossy um, and they screwed it up. So I got another printer. So, right. right. Yeah. So everybody pre-order it uh, and then it'll go out. And like I said, it's it's 300 pages of my very best work from the last two years. So it's called uh, it, it's called the COVID years. Uh, nice. The, yeah. So uh, it's it's a great book. It's got some really great people in it. Um, some of them are not famous yet, but I assure you that they will. There's there's several actors in there that are going to be very big names fairly shortly. Yep. Very cool. now now during since you it's the COVID years during during COVID. How did you have to evolve? Because every business had to evolve, especially photography. Like. I also saw that you were doing podcasting as well. But. Yeah, yeah. So the the studio, my studio is here at the house. Um, and I wasn't a big COVID person. I didn't care, whatever. I, I thought it was all bullshit or mostly bullshit, um, that it was just a really bad flu. And I, I really didn't care. So I was busier during COVID than I have been three or four years prior to that. Um <laughs> People were coming over to the studio all the time. And if they wanted me to wear a mask, I would, uh, but I, I really didn't care. And I can't take pictures of models when they're wearing their masks. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, people are unmasked and I've got fans and stuff in there and everything was cleaned up and everything with, you know, bleach and this and that and the other thing. But we all had fun and nobody that I know of that came to the studio got COVID. Uh, you know, we just had a good time. So. Yeah, it's funny. I had COVID in uh, December of 19. And um, oh, I got to look at his picture. I don't remember who it is. Um, 
What are you sparking? Uh, I'll remember it in a second. But yeah, he gave me COVID. He's a real famous uh, guitarist, but uh, he's, he's, he's the one that gave me COVID. Uh, and I, I took his picture like, and he gave me with COVID. Yeah. I was sick for like two weeks and then, you know, I just got better. I just thought it was the flu. And, and you know, that's what it feels like. Continued hell. on with my life. So, yeah. So, how do you go about choosing the photos to that you want to publish in your book? Because I'm sure you have more than just 300 photos. So how do you, do you, is it just you? Do you have like a team? No, no, it's all me. Yep. And my, my MO is if I shoot you during the afternoon, your pictures will be edited by that night, probably like one or two o'clock at night, because I've got so many shoots scheduled uh, pretty much every day that I, if I don't edit them that day, they'll get lost. And the, the, the attention that I spend in the studio to lighting, uh, to posing and things like that, uh, there's not much that I have to do to edit the photographs. Uh, I just, just really lightly touch on them. If somebody comes in and they've got some acne or a scar or something like that, um, I'll, I'll Photoshop that. But other than that, I won't do Photoshop. But as far as choosing the picture, if I see a picture that talks to me, uh, that really kind of jumps out at me like, oh, my God, look at that picture. You know, if, if I say that myself and I took the picture, yeah. it's, going, it's going in the book. So it's, you know, and it's hard to cut them down um, because there are some models who are really good at what they do. Um, so much so that you've got, you know, 30, 40 pictures that are just fantastic. And you're like, okay, I got to cut this down to one. And usually I put it on Facebook and say, okay, everybody, which one's your favorite one? And and they kind of choose. And whoever gets the most votes, whichever one gets the most votes, that's the one I put in the book. That's how I chose the cover uh, for the book is everybody chose that 10-year-old girl. Um, and uh, they they just love that photograph. So right. that's that's how she got on the cover. You nice. have a lot more trust in the public than I do. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, so we they're, know. they're the ones that are buying the book. You know, right. right? Yeah. You know. Speaking of the book, again. Yeah. Yeah. Above and down below. Yes. Leo, where can they find out more about not only our amazing Jeremy guest, did my job. Our amazing guest. Jeremy. But did. For those that oh, don't know that. How did I do that? Because Ashley disappeared weird. again. Yeah. 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 So as as Ben's trying to say, definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. You can find all the links for our amazing artists right there. Uh, so uh, Edward uh, and I know uh, we have a couple of ads to run uh, uh, real quick. Uh, Ashley, should I even let you back in? You keep on popping. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's so annoying. But what's funny because it's entertaining. What worked me out? It, I can't hear anything, so I just watched all of you guys like do very weird things. I'm like, what <laughs> nice. are they doing? We're miming. Nice, nice. We're just miming. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Right? Uh, so yeah. uh, you, you say you don't do uh, that much uh, Photoshop. Do you do majority majority Lightroom, or you just push everything through Photoshop and do like a you know quick like contrast and whatnot? No, no, I do Lightroom. Uh, and like I said, I just kind of touch on things. There's very few things that I go crazy on. Um, I just kind of touch on things because I want them really to be as real uh, as possible uh, so they don't look um, fake. Uh, they don't look like mannequins that I set up in front of my backdrop 
um, you know, where there's a lot of photographers that do do that and they are great pictures, but it's just not something that I like to look at. I like, I like my photographs to look like a painting, but a painting that came to life instead of actually painted. So uh, there's very few things uh, that I do to them um, in order to edit uh, stuff. If it, if it adds to the photograph, then I'll do it uh, like contrast or I'll change the colors a little bit. Um, but that's that's really pretty much it. Yeah. Nice. A lot of time in the in the studio with lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Lighting is key. Lighting is key. Yeah. Hi, Ashley. It's key. She probably does have the best lighting out of all of us right now. And it's, it's funny because people ask me, you know, how do you do lighting? Can you teach me to do lighting? And it's not something that I can teach because I really don't know. Um, it, it's not something that's outward. It's just something that's in where I, I know that if you're sitting there and this is the backdrop and this is the idea for the photograph, I know where to put the lights in order to do what I need to do to highlight a certain attitude or a certain feeling in the photograph. Um, and it, I, I don't re recognize that I'm doing it on purpose. Like, Oh, let's do this and let's do that. And, you know, we'll do this and that. It's not really something that I know. It's, it's something that I see and understand what the picture is going to look like before it's taken. So. Wow. Awesome. Very I, Yeah. The, and lighting, like it's constant, especially at concerts, it's constantly changing. Oh yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, yeah. like sometimes I like wait for a certain color to hit, and I'm like, that's it. You know. Yeah. Local bands True are really right. hard to photograph because a lot of the, the local venues don't spend the money on lighting, so right. it's really difficult to get good pictures of local bands. Um, the big stuff, the big concerts and things like that, have an awful lot of lighting. But some of the guys, usually a bass player, uh, will hide back in the shadows. I and they're like, that. you know, I can't get your picture if you're hiding back in the shadows. And drummers, you know, I probably have five pictures of drummers throughout my history because they're up on this. And I'm down in the, you know, photo pit and they're up on the drum riser. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I can't see you. I can't take your picture, you know. But, I try to challenge myself to get drummer shots because a lot of photographers yeah, yeah. are like, they're impossible to get. So I try yeah. to challenge myself to make sure to get the drummer. Yes, and I know that. I realize that there's other photographers out there that are going to shoot drummers. Um, and I know that I can't do that. So I don't even focus on the drummers. I just do what I do. Okay. And the way I, if you ever saw me at a concert, you'd say, how the hell is he getting these pictures? Because the camera is nowhere near my face. <laughs> um, and I'm just taking pictures and everybody's like, how the hell are you getting these pictures? And it's like, I've had a camera in my hand so much that I know the angle of the, right. where the camera is going, um, you know, just instinctively know that it's pointed there. Uh, and I get the shot in some really odd angles because I, I don't do this. I, I, I hate those pictures. 
of that I take. I mean, some of these guys are really good. I'm not going to mention them because they're my competition. <laughs> but you know, uh, there are some famous photographers out there that that get a lot more gigs and who are associated with magazines and radio stations and TV stations and this and that and the other thing. And hey, good for them. And you know, it's I I'm not associated with them. I just know people in the business and. You know, that's that's how I do that. So. Right. But you said, you know, associated with magazines and things like that. But don't you have your own magazine? I have a very private magazine. Yeah, it's called St. Vitus Magazine, uh, St. Vitus Studios Magazine. And it's it's published very in very low, low qualities, uh, <laughs> quantities. Uh, but yeah, it's out there. I was just like, that's a horrible way to like, promote yourself, Edward. <laughs> Yeah, very low quality. Yeah, what? Uh, no. yeah, no, not low quality, uh, low quantity. Uh, but yeah, it's it's out there and it's just shared with uh, very few people. So yeah, hopefully one day it'll be much bigger and and I'd really like it to be. I just need to get the advertising and everything in gear to to be able to do that. Right, right. Yeah. But I also want input from other photographers around the world, and the magazine would not just be based on photographs. It would also be reviews. It would be, how do I get in touch with the tour bus, uh, you know, uh, company to, to rent a tour bus, to go on tour? Uh, what are the best venues to go to? How do I negotiate payment for the venues? Right. Um, is it pay to play or do I get paid or, you know, do I get a part of the door? Or how's that? And I'd like it to be all encompassing in music to be able to do that. Um, and I just have to get the input and find the right people to give me that input to create the magazine. Nice. I'll be right back. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Have you thought already, about? I already poured Jar Jar. Jar Jar's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I have a couple questions for you, but actually we yeah. have a couple ads we need to play. So uh, coming August 27th and 28th, Maryland Pop and Horror Con. Check this out. Now, spring has finally arrived, and that means summer cannot be far behind. And you know what I'm doing at the end of the summer? I'm going down to Maryland for the Pop and Horror Con, August 27th and 28th. I hope to see you there. It's going to be a great time. Hey, guys, this is Tony Moran. I played the original Michael Myers from John Carpenter's movie Halloween. I'm doing this great convention called the Maryland pop and horror convention anyways can't wait to see you guys take care bye-bye hey kids george lowe here voice of tv's beloved space ghost and you know what would be horrible and horrific and really scary to miss maryland pop and horror con Thank you for supporting Actors and Others for Animals. We started a long, long time ago.
So when you find an organization like Actors and Others for Animals, it sort of unites all of those of us who want to pay back something for all the joy we get out of animals. Please keep up the good work. Believe me, it's deeply appreciated. And you can find more information about our awesome sponsors and our awesome guests up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, so, uh, Edward, uh, you're talking about your, your magazine there, but have you thought about doing like uh, like an online course or something and, and like charging for, uh, you know, like a membership? Uh, that's a possibility as well. I, I really, I really haven't looked at all the avenues. I would rather have it be in print. Um, but you bring up a good point. There's a lot of people that do things online nowadays, like we're doing right now. Um, <laughs> That's why he brought it up because right Almost. now he's thinking in his head, right. we are launching our own TV service soon. Oh, awesome. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our own streaming service. Speaking of streaming. Ah, well, whatever. Fight me. It's not a secret. Are we streaming to the radio tonight by any chance? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. Right. So I'm going to give a shout out to all our listeners on WDDR, Dead Dork Radio. Thanks for joining us there. Hey. That's another place we own. Yeah. <laughs> I like the motion you had with that, Ben. That was really good. Well, see, Jeff's not here tonight, so I'm kind of feeling out of place. My gummy partner. Like, usually he's all gummied out with his martini, you know? Yeah, the yeah. the woman doesn't let me smoke bongs in the in the kitchen, so Dude, I, I, have, I have to smoke out on the three seasons. Yeah, I've got little yeah, kids yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I got fields out in the backyard. I ain't getting rid of it. <laughs> but you make edibles, Jar Jar. I, mean, I know. You, you don't need to. Uh, I don't do the edibles. Edibles don't do shit for me. I, mm -hmm. I, I smoke and fly. Edibles are like I can eat like 20 of them and be like, D -d 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 -d. I'll take a nice nap. Dude, know. edibles fuck me up. I would die if I ate. No, right. oh, I'll, I'll <laughs> send you, you some, really, Ashley. What like. you really need to do here <laughs> is you need to focus on making edibles in an underwear fashion. Do you remember edible underwear? Oh. Hey, yeah, there you go, man. Oh. Wow. Wow. You can get high and eat pie. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's your catchphrase. We'll put it God damn, Ben. Every that is marketing that genius. <laughs> Leo, trademark that quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not buying that domain. <laughs> Edible, edibles underwear. Right. Get your yeah, tidy whities right here. That's right. So, so uh, Edward, uh, what do you recommend for for equipment wise? What, what do you use for a camera? Are you like a Canon guy, Nikon? What, what do you? Um, I'm all Nikon. Um, I'm trying to look into Hasselblad right now or Leica, but uh, right now everything's in Nikon. If Hasselblad and Leica want to sponsor me, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd really like that if you did that. Um, but yeah, so everything's in Nikon right now. I have a Godox lighting system, which works great for me. Um, a lot of people like uh, Profoto, but hey, man, it costs too much money. So I'm just not going to spend that kind of money on this stuff. But Godox has worked perfectly for me. Uh, I've never had any problems with it. Um, and now, it, what's Godox? Godox is just a lighting system. Um, it's just the lighting canister uh, company. Uh, that does the uh, the the strobe, uh, all the strobes and stuff like that. They do soft boxes and a bunch of different things for lighting for studio photography. 
Very cool. All this, all this lighting, of course, is for studio stuff. I don't use any lighting during the concerts at all. I don't use flash. Everything's everything's uh, without lighting on the concerts. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, even the local shows are are just what they are. Right. The ISO is 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 blown way out of proportion, but uh, you know, uh, there's no, there's no lighting. You just have to pay attention to lighting during the during the shows. And okay, that light keeps doing this. So you just have to time it just right and, you know, get the shot. And hopefully, you know, Alice Cooper is paying attention to you as soon as that light hits him uh, and not, you know, somebody off stage. So, yeah. So you mentioned yeah. Alice. I'm going to. You mentioned Alice Cooper quite a few times. Um, I love Alice Cooper. Alice I was going to say, it, do, you, do you have a favorite that uh, you have shot? Alice Cooper was a lot of fun. My favorite person to shoot uh, was actually Elton John. Um, I'm not a huge big Elton John fan. I listened to four or five, maybe six songs of his, just like everybody else does, you know, when you're trying to make out with some girl. Um, but, you know, that's pretty much it as far as my experience with Elton John. But when he came to Tacoma Dome and I was shooting him, I, I swear to God, I thought I was the only one in that arena because he was playing so much with me during that show that I thought there are people right behind me that just spent $10,000 a seat, you know, for a ticket mm -hmm. and he's paying attention to me. And I, that was really special for me. Um, I love the guy. Uh, very sweet, very nice, nice man. Yeah. I really appreciated a lot of, of what he said and what he did for me during that show. Yeah. Very cool. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a character. He's really funny, <laughs> which I didn't think he was. I thought I didn't know what I thought, but you know, when I th you think of Elton John, you don't really think of funny. it's Sir Elton John. So I'm thinking he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, uh, bring me my tea. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, not like that. It's probably more ho ho ho. Bring me my tea. That's right. <laughs> one pinky, yeah, yeah. one pinky. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to the show. I so appreciate it. Take my picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's a really cool guy. Uh, the other, yeah, I liked Alice Cooper um, because he gave me the face that you would think Alice Cooper, the character, would give you. Uh, like, I'm going to eat your children. Um, and, and I just thought that was really cool. I, nice. I really did. I, that persona of that. And I kind of wish that Alice Cooper would have passed along the torch to someone else uh, that sang and <laughs> really liked Alice Cooper's songs and kind of pass the torch to them and say, OK, this is Alice Cooper, you know. Yeah. It's like, you know, and say, OK, this is the new Alice Cooper. <laughs> and it would continue on uh, like I think. Gene Simmons said that they're going to try to do that, I guess. Uh, oh, no kidding. From what I heard, yeah. Wow. That would make sense since they're such, like, it, it, even for Alice Cooper, since they're, like, such a, a showman kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, right. band. Like, yeah. It's kind of like, like Queen and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 It's kind of like Jason from the, you know, the Friday the 13th. Yeah, movie. yeah. It's more of a It's phase. just more of a continuation of what's going on, but... Right. Uh, he didn't do that. I kind of wish that he did do that. Um, but 
it would make yeah. sense because you could have those songs, somebody playing those songs forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And so, a lot of people would enjoy it. Yeah. The only thing that I really didn't kind of, not that I didn't appreciate it or not, but the last time Alice Cooper played, Buck Cherry played with them. And Buck Cherry is a great band, but a lot of people my age would bring their little kids oh, yeah. to go see Alice Cooper and Buck Cherry is not a PG. No, uh, no, they're like our show. Yeah. They're like yeah. the show here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I saw not PG. a lot of people taking their kids out of the theater during Buck Cherry and then bring them back in for Alice Cooper. So I don't know who matched that up, but uh, you know, it's none of my business. It would just is be Buck uh, Cherry the one with the crazy bitch song or yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. cocaine song. Yeah. I yeah. like the cocaine. I love the yeah. cocaine. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I don't listen to Buck Cherry. I know they did a great show. There's a couple of songs that I do listen to, but it's not one of the bands on my Spotify list, uh, you know, that I listen to. They're on mine, so if they're watching, they can come on anytime. I, yeah. They are, <laughs> they are really, right guys, I really did them. enjoy meeting them, and they are really nice guys, and they are very professional, and they, <laughs> they put on a great show. It's just a matter of – right. Uh, I'm more old school, so yeah. I, oh, mean, actually, since you've been to all, the, in your opinion, what was the best show? The best show ever that I've ever that, been that you've to? done, like yeah, because music-wise, not not shooting the person-wise, but like musically, like who puts on the best show? Uh, I would have to say Queen. Uh, Queen, I mean is undeniable great show anywhere. I mean, the, the performance of Queen is just stratospheres above anybody else. Um, Van Halen in the, in the great days of Van yeah, Halen yeah. put on a great show. Um, David Bowie put on a great show. Um, you know, I went to the Us Festival in 83, and I thought that whole thing was great. And I was on a lot of different things, so it could have been – me, but I really like that show. Uh, and when the UFO came down at the end and, and poor Van Halen, I thought, oh my God, we're being invaded. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, and it took me like way longer than it needed to, to to for me to realize, oh yeah, there's a helicopter up there. So yeah, so, kind of unusual. But yeah, David Lee Roth is, is I've met him times, David Lee Roth, and he's really He's like a poster child for ADD. I mean, he's just like all over the place. Like, you know, put your speakers up against your body and let me vibrate through, you know, and he's just like, oh, my God, is this guy ever going to stop? You kind of want to throw a quaalude in his mouth while he's talking. Just to shut him up. <laughs> you know. Oh, I love it. Oh, hi, Ashley. You're back. Hey, welcome back. Ashley you keeps coming and going, coming and going. Ashley. Yeah, what are you? What are you at a show week. tonight, Ashley? You you you, you doing some photography work? What's going on? Oh, we can see the top of the curtain. Ashley is like every girlfriend I've ever had. She shows up, then she goes away, and she shows up again, then she goes away. She shows up, she says something, but you don't really understand what she's saying, and then she goes away. I was like, okay, smiles, looks pretty. Goes away. Oh, nice. I like it. Just like every girlfriend I've ever had. I'm messing. Yeah, look at that. Oh, no, we've lost complete. I'm so innocent. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I think she lost her audio. Nice. Oh well, that's good. She didn't hear anything I said. I'm good. Oh no, she can hear you. Oh nice. Oh, she goes. I can't. Oh no, she can't hear. She can't hear. So I don't know. Hear us. So we can say whatever. Uh, You're doing okay. <laughs> so Ed, what made you uh, think to do the the podcasting with uh? I, I, there was three or four that I saw. I didn't know if there was more than that. The, yeah, the he, podcasting, yeah, I did. I did four or five of them, I think. But the 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 reason that I did those is because there's a lot of local bands and a lot of artists and entertainers, actors, um, things like that, that during COVID were losing hope about what they were going to be doing for their lives. And, you know, they were trying to search for things that, you know, should I continue doing what I'm doing. And it was really bothering me that COVID, this, this mythical creature, COVID, or not mythical, but this, you know, Goliath uh, thing was taking over people's lives in such a way that they were getting so depressed that people were fucking killing themselves because I want to be an actor, but I can't be an actor because COVID and I want to be a singer, but I can't go do venues because of COVID and, you know, what am I going to do? Flip burgers or, you know, vacuum homes or what am I going to do? And it was really kind of pissing me off. So what I tried to do is I tried to get individuals to talk about the troubles that they had in their experience of life in their professions and saying, we all have problems. We all have these hurdles that we have to go over. And, you know, even though they're hurdles and some of them are bigger and some of them are smaller, you need to hang in there and keep doing what you're doing because this too shall pass kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, continue doing um and that's really what my whole purpose of doing those podcasts were is to try to help people understand Mm -hmm. that yeah there is hope you You actually you actually had some some big bigger names on there like um phil lewis from la guns yep Yep. phil Uh, lewis is actually a, a good friend not not good good but a good friend of mine him and i write back and forth to each other and we send uh, jokes back and forth to each other every once in a while. He actually mailed me uh, a little car. Uh, and then because of my other company that I restore uh, automobiles, I sent him back the same exact car brand new. And like, yeah, he was like, you did this to my car? And I'm like, no, no it was brand new. So he, uh, yeah, it's kind of funny. We send you know each other videos and stuff like that. And just to give a heads up, LA Guns, uh, Phil Lewis is the singer for LA Guns and LA Guns is out on tour right now. They've got a new album and the album kicks ass, man. It's just like, you know, yes, it does. Uh, to get a, the David Lee Roth thing in the back of my head, you know, listening to this album makes you want to go out and get a shot for VD. I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's like somebody went back in time in the late eighties and, and produced this album that I think, they recorded all in individual homes and their studios and put it all together. But right. the, the album kicks ass. I mean, it really does. So LA guns, new album, go get it. And See if now, if Phil, if Phil wants to come on and promote his new album, we'll take him too. There you go. <laughs> See, I'm him, just, I'm name dropping all night long. Yeah. He's a, he's a great guy. He, he really is a great guy. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you've interviewed a ton. Yeah. I mean, some really good people. You know, Roger Fisher, um, 
But uh, Jeffrey Morgan, right? Jeffrey Morgan, if anybody doesn't know Jeffrey Morgan is Cream Magazine back in the uh, 70s, 80s, and early 90s, I believe. Yep. Um, Cream Magazine was the magazine. And Jeffrey Morgan was the, uh, the review writer uh, for a lot of the bands that were coming out during that time. Um, and he also took photographs. He's a great guy. He's up in Canada. He doesn't do video interviews. He does audio interviews. Um, so the the uh, the podcast that I did with him is all audio, mm -hmm. uh, and I think it cost me like two hundred dollars on the phone bill to to do the whole thing. On <laughs> really nice guy, really nice guy. Um, and he also did the introduction <clears throat> for my book. Oh no! So, I was gonna I was gonna yeah. say yeah. So, yeah yeah he wrote a really nice introduction for the book, and I put that in there, and he was very pleased and honored to do that, and and I was. I'm very honored to have him do that for me because when I was younger, I used to read his stuff and that's, you know, that's what gets you involved in music. And that's the whole purpose of photography during concerts is if you take the picture of whatever's going on, you know, Pete Townsend jumping six feet in the air, spreading his legs or Eddie Van Halen or David Lee Roth jumping off the drum risers, it may, you know, you get that photograph and people want to go see the show because they saw that photograph and they're like, right. holy shit, I got to go see this guy. He's fucking incredible. You know, um, uh, I've never photographed him and I've never been at the show either. But Ghost, uh, that new band, the band Ghost, that guy is incredible looking and you, you really yeah. want to go just because of the way he looks. Right. And those photographs are what can make or break a band. And a lot of the band know that. Uh, some of them don't, and they treat you like trash. And then you take shitty pictures. I'm like, okay, dude, you want to be an asshole? I'll take a shitty picture of you. Fuck off. I don't care. You know, you didn't even say hello to me when you're walking by the bar. You know, so of course I'm not going to take a good picture. Of you. Fuck off. So, you know, but if you're nice to me and you're playing with me and stuff like that and you buy me a drink and you say, oh, my God, Ed's here. Hey, how, how's it going? I'm going to take the best pictures I can of you. And that will promote your albums or your concerts or your, you know, your your, uh, your tours and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it's those pictures that really promote what you're doing to the masses, because not everybody can see the concert. Not everybody can afford the album at this moment. Right. But seeing the picture, you know, of you remember that the first time you saw David Lee Roth jumping off the drum risers doing those splits, you were like, holy shit, dude, I got to go see this show, you know, and it's, you know, Eddie Van Halen, his crazy hair and his playing guitar is like, yeah, I got to go see this guy, you right. know, and it, you know, Queen doing the whole thing at the at the AIDS concert where, you know, everybody was involved in the thing. And you're seeing that and you're like, I have to be a part of that. You know, it's it's something. And there's a there's a French word for it. And I don't know what the name of the word is, but like when you see the Grand Canyon or you're out on a whale trip and you see whales, there's this thing in your head that says, I just want to jump in. And it's not to commit suicide. It's not to. Oh, uh, it's the call of the void. Yeah, it's just you just want to be part of it. You just it's so massive and so beautiful. And so. Uh, there's so much to it that you just say, I, I have to be part of that. So, yeah, that's 
that that's what a good photograph does for concerts in magazines like cream magazine and jeffrey morgan was one of the greats for that you know you right. look up jeffrey morgan stuff and you read the article and you're like oh my god i gotta go see this guy you know? right well you can see why you did what do well in this kind of era your passion <laughs> for this is, is oh, yeah. like incredible yeah. like I, i'm i'm not like a huge photographer person i'm like it, Ben asked me on the show. He's like, "Yeah, we're going to interview this guy about photography." I'm like, "What do I know about photography, Ben?" <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, "Thank no, God you're interesting, because like, God damn, I don't know nothing about Nikon's and shit." Yeah, everybody <laughs> asks me. Everybody says the same thing. He's like, "How do you do that?" Like, I don't know. I just click and point, point and shoot. That's it. That's all I do. And I realize that there's more to it than that. But yeah. in my head, that's really all I'm doing is just point and shoot, you know. Right. It just happens to turn out really good. Are you going to ask it, Leo? Uh, oh, ask, ask, what? ask what? Well, Ed, what do you collect besides pictures? Oh, well, before that, just oh. real quick, the, the French term is la appel du vide. La appel du It's a uh, call of the void. It's uh, oh, a boy. common experience of uh, while unnerving, uh, describes an impulse to hurl yourself into something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, like if you're on an edge, you know, you, that feeling like, oh, I'll just jump, you know? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just weird shit like and, that. You know, the strange thing about taking concert pictures is nowadays the bigger bands will only let you shoot the first three songs. And that's kind of like, you know, having sex in the back seat of a car up at Lookout Point, and you're just about there, man. And then yes. all of a sudden, somebody knocks on the window and says, "Yeah, you got to go." And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm in the groove. I'm just figuring out the lighting. He's and, right you know, though. Like, right angles and stuff like that. So, you know, before you go any further. For me, I, I usually only got the first three songs, but I'm like, and some venues around here are cool. Like I can have my camera out in the venue yeah, yeah. and run through the crowd. But exactly. I'm like the first three songs, the first two songs, usually the lights are shit. Yeah. yeah everybody's like, used like, to what they're doing. Yeah. Totally and it's like, yeah. just the tip. It's yeah, exactly. Torture. Exactly. Like, just the tip. Yeah, it's, it's not even the tip, man. She's just got her hand on I you and know. she's ready to go. And it's like, get out. You know, somebody's knocking on the door. So, you know, <laughs> flashlight in my eye. And the guy says, uh, you know, on your way, boy. So <laughs> I have been out of concerts during photo shoots. Uh, I have been, I have been, the gorillas uh, have, have said, yeah, you need to go. Because the third song is up. And I'll have the camera yeah. around my chest, and I'm sitting there watching, but the camera is still there, and they think I'm yeah. taking pictures. So you know the the gorillas. Push the envelope sometimes, depending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just depends on the feel of what's going on. Totally, you know? totally. Like Iron Maiden, it's like fuck everybody. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> right, you're like I don't care. Yeah. Like yeah. you were saying previous, while I was having technical difficulties. Like um, examples like that band Ghost. I'm personally not a fan of their music, but the way they look and because of photos I've seen, I'm like, I need to shoot that band. Yeah, so exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, it's totally yeah. like all in the, the capture of the photo. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's awesome that people ask you, like, how do you get this photo? Because when people ask me, I'm like, I I don't know, man. Like, I just figured it out. Like, I'm, right. like, I'm just pressing the buttons and it's working. 
So it's nice to hear that someone with your caliber has the same uh, way. <laughs> I think it's a lucky thing that I'm old as I am because I used to shoot film. And in I'm film, you have, you have 36 pictures to get the shot. Right. And if you don't get it in 36 pictures, you have to put the new roll of film in during the concert. You need to shoot, you know, and sometimes you just don't have time to change the film. So you've got 36 pictures to, to, to get the shot. And if you don't get it, you're out of luck. So I think that kind of helped me uh, groom me for what I do now uh, because I, I follow the lights like you talked about before. And I follow whoever, the guitarist or the singer, or, you know, whoever. And I watch them and I wait for them to turn the guitar a certain way or look my way or do a certain thing with the lights doing a certain thing. And you just capture the shot. And then I turn the camera down, look at it and go, I'm good. Yep, go. exactly. So the people for Alice Cooper said um, the last picture that I took of Alice Cooper, uh, actually the very last picture during the last show that I, I shot him. Um, I sent that picture to his people and they said that that's the best picture of Alice Cooper that they've seen in decades. So I was really pleased about that. And that's also in the book. So if you want to see it real quick, I'll show it to you. Definitely pull that out. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 Yeah, that's a great picture. Yeah. Which so was really cool because I... There's a couple things that I did on purpose on that photograph. I waited for him to exhale. Um, and there's a reason for that because as we get older, everybody knows the tummy oh, doesn't always act the way you want it to. So he was, you know, he was sitting back, you know, kind of leaning back a little bit. He exhaled and I took the shot. And that's what came out. And he looks like he did when he was 30 years old. It's just right. Yeah, it's a really cool shot. It's it's actually very huge in my house. So when you walk up the steps, the first thing you see oh, is cool. Alice Cooper looking at you. So oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what what Jeremy was asking earlier. Uh, so one thing that that we like to act, ask is, uh, you know, what do you you know besides photography? What do you dork out about? What do you is there something like, do you collect something? Do you like, uh, you know, is there, do you like uh, favor like history or build models or, you know, what's, what's something unique that you, you just, uh, you know, obsessive over or dork out about? It, it changes. Um, I went to Harvard university for a little while. I didn't graduate from Harvard, so don't get too excited. Oh, okay. I, I went wow. to Harvard university and when I was there, now. I studied, uh, international business, and I audited quantum electrodynamics classes. Um, and I was really into QED, quantum electrodynamics, for a really long time. Um, I still read about it every once in a while, but not as much as I did. Um, nowadays, I just kind of, I'm trying to learn how to play guitar. My my really good friend, uh, Andy Beach, uh, owns Dehatre Guitars, who built uh, the guitars for Prince, Mm -hmm. um, if you know that crazy ass guitar that he played at the mm -hmm. Super Bowl, um, Andy's the one who built it. And I was lucky enough to have Andy build me a guitar. Uh, and it's one of the best playing instruments I've ever held. And so I'm, I'm playing an awful lot uh, on that guitar lately. But I also own 
uh, several other businesses. One of the other businesses, I restore, I restore engine parts uh, for anything that's got an engine. So if you've got motorcycles or cars or boats, anything with an engine, um, you bring the parts to me and I clean them. Um, and it, it actually brings back something that's very old to, to something that looks brand new without eating the metal and without heating it up and stuff like that. It's a really cool process it's called vapor honing. So oh, wow. it's, it's a really cool process. There's not too many companies in the country that do it. Uh, the closest other company from me that does it is in Los Angeles. So I get to sit out in my garage and do my vapor honing and, you know, listen to music and uh, nobody's bothering me. I don't have to deal with anybody. I just sit there and Zen out on my, uh, on my stuff. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> and Leo, where, where can they find out about our amazing guest? Well, you can check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening. <laughs> uh, quantum electrodynamics. Is that anything to do with like quantum computers? No. Oh, okay. No, no, this is, this is, this is way beyond all that stuff. This is it. I could go into it, but then I would get my freak on and then you'd never shut me up about it. But no, no worries. I, I see. I thought it was like, uh, I know quantum computers. There was just a big breakthrough. of. And... I would have to put my glasses back on and tie my hair back to start talking about that. So <laughs> that's an, that's another show for another time. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. Quantum electrodynamics uh, and vapor honing. It, there's actually a, a little bit of similarities in, in, in both of those very minutely, but uh, it's, it's kind of amazing. It really is a cool process. Nice. So yeah. I, Leo, you have another show tonight, right? I and do. on the next episode of QED. <laughs> QED, um, what's that stand for? So we've got about five minutes left. Awesome. Oh, um, of this show because our great producer has another show that he kicks off at nine and we got to give him at least a half an hour. Otherwise he's going to launch it as our show again. Nice. <laughs> I'll just stay on as a visitor. Right. Nice. It's not a bad thing. Well, speaking, a last question before my um, technology freaks out again. <laughs> so you obviously have been in the industry for a very, for a long time and been doing it. Is there any artists you truly you just missed the opportunity because you know they unfortunately passed away or have you worked with pretty much anyone you ever wanted i would i would probably say queen um freddie mercury <clears throat> is somebody that i did not get to shoot um and i i really wish that i could have done that um uh keith moon i wish i would have gotten to shoot him uh because he was just everywhere uh, Led Zeppelin in their heyday, you know, that, that would have been mind blowing. Uh, if, you know, it, it really would have been. And hopefully when Robert Plant comes to Seattle, I'm hoping to, to get, uh, photo passes for doing that. So Robert, if you're listening, I want to take your picture, man. I play soccer <laughs> with you, dude. Don't put me down. <laughs> I kicked yep. your ball. That's He'll right. kick the ball, dude. Yeah. He'll kick you in the other one if he doesn't get his photo pass. That's right. <laughs> yeah. If you, oh, you guys shit. have any quick questions or anything, did we lose Leo? Leo froze, huh? Oh no, Leo, no, no, no. Oh. I, I'm I'm reading up on quantum electrodynamics. Oh, oh. 
he's, he's already, I don't think this he's is the already, time. Dude, no, no, no. You know what he's doing, right? Because he knows that we can get we, that we can get Edward back on a different show. He's oh, yeah. looking up on that to see, like, okay, I can put him on one of my three shows. Oh yeah, there you go. And get him back. <laughs> well, that too. But I, 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 I'm, you know, you might want to wait until the next commercial break. <laughs> I, no, I mean, I, I, like, I like learning about you know stuff like that. <laughs> so let me. I'm, should I just ask you this now, Leo? Do you want to just keep rolling this into your your dorkening show, and we can just no, 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 hair no, back? No, no, no. <laughs> He's I like, no, that, that was I got stuff to do. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of, yeah. tell us you you did brief us real quick behind the scene before you came on. Is that something you'd like to share? The the shoot that you're preparing for? Uh, yeah, but not the magazine that I'm shooting for. So the 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 shoot that I've got coming up on Sunday. Uh, is what I call an epic shoot. They happen every once in a while where there's makeup artists and fashion designers involved and, uh, you know, stores like roche Bois and, and McLaren and Rolls-Royce and things like that. Um, there is a certain magazine that will have the submissions after I'm done with them. Um, but if they take them, they do. If they don't, then I'm not going to mention their name. So, <laughs> But yeah, that's it's a big shoot that's going on <laughs> Sunday, so I'm really looking forward to that. And those epic shoots happen probably once a month, um, and I like them to be not a big production with a lot of people, but a big production as in, yeah, this is there's a particular reason for this. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you got to pay attention to his social media pages, folks, because if he submits it. And they accept it, then he might mention their name there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he might not. They they might and they might not. I don't know I'm what saying. I'm going to do. Yeah. So we're getting close to that time. Last yeah. questions, last comments. Yeah, my my battery on my computer's dying. I mean, Shame. I can sit here and ask you questions for hours, so I'm we're good. <laughs> you're, you're more than welcome to call Ashley. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll talk. talk to you anytime <laughs> you need to. So, uh well i actually I'll, I'll end it with one one question here for for like personal knowledge uh since I, I just bought a new camera uh what are your thoughts on uh i got this mainly for video what are your thoughts on lumix oh that's shit <laughs> uh, you know i really to, to be honest i don't know anything about lumix uh i've never worked with it i don't know anything about it okay yeah yeah, I'm not the I'm not the right. That guy. was the nice way of saying what Jeremy said. Last. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. And, 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 and his answer is actually my answer. I have no idea about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Honestly, like nowadays, your best bet is a tutorial. Really is. You can learn yeah, yeah. a lot. You really can. You can learn an awful lot. I mean, YouTube. the house that I'm yeah. living in, I think, was built on a YouTube video. So. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> you can learn anything on YouTube. You yeah. Secret ingredient to Coca-Cola. You can't find that out. But everything else, yeah, you can find it. <laughs> you need to neuter your dog? Find a YouTube video. You too can do this. Yeah. Just snip. Oh no, not there. That's right. Leo. Oh god. Betty White would be very pleased. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, well, on that note, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check our, out our awesome guest, which has shown us up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And like Ben said, you can even listen to us on Dead Dork Radio. So uh, you can find those links in the show notes up above or down below to learn more about that. For me, my name is Leo Pond. I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got about 40 shows on the network. There's a ton of awesome people doing a ton of awesome stuff. Head on over to thedorkening.com, which you can find all the latest episodes of all the shows there. And uh, we have some more shows joining the network, so more cool people doing more cool stuff. So uh, with that, Edward, where do you like people interacting with you on social media? Are you uh, more Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter? Facebook, what do you do? Facebook and Instagram, both. Uh, the Facebook is just uh, Edward Dose uh, on Facebook. Instagram is uh, Dose, D-O-S-E um, and that's my Instagram. Those are the two main things. And then you can look up the webpage, which is Edward Dose Photography, all one word, uh, edwarddosephotography.com. And you can see uh, pretty much all my work from the last three years on there, I believe. So everything's online. But yeah, Facebook is on there. Um, be cautious because I don't have a filter on my mouth on Facebook. So, <laughs> you know. Awesome. And uh, you can find those links up above or down below. Ashley, same hey. question. Same question. I love Instagram. I'm definitely an Instagram. That's, you know, people can't say words much there, so that's good. <laughs> uh, so mine's a.grace.photography.3. That's my Instagram. Uh, also, you can find me on Facebook, agrisphotography, or agrisphotography.com. That's me. Which are also in the show notes up above or down below. See that, Ashley? We even added your show, your links to the show notes tonight. I did notice. Nice. Jar Jar. Uh, just hit up comic book lovers, buy, sell, trade, and auction on Facebook. You can talk to me on Facebook. I might answer. I might not. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Benjamin. Oh, shit. So you can go to stilltoking.com to find out everything about us from the comic books to the TV series to these amazing shows. They're all archived in video there for you. So uh, you can check out past episodes or you can go back and rewatch this one if it was your favorite. I uh, want to thank Ashley for coming out tonight and hanging out with us. We miss you. Uh, Jar Jar, as always, it was a pleasure having you on, brother. I to our amazing guest, Edward. Man, just just keep pushing the button. <laughs> keep yeah. pushing the button. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Because, uh, you know, you've got it's the working. shots, man. Yeah, it's working for you for sure. Thank you. Thank to you. all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do. Stay yeah. safe. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>